Hey, what's up, Soul Fam? Welcome to another episode of the Soul Purpose Podcast with your host, Keisha Delva. I'm a licensed mental health therapist and I am a spiritual life and business coach. I work with female entrepreneurs who have big dreams, a big mission in the world, and who want to become wealthy in order to good to do good things with their wealth. So today I want to talk about the coaching industry, the online coaching industry. As a black woman, I have not only personally experienced the inequities that exist within the online coaching space, um, but I also feel a responsibility to speak out about it as a black woman who is taking up space in the online coaching industry. Um, And it's not even just about the online coaching industry. It's also about the entrepreneurial industry. It's also about the spiritual industry. It's also about the wellness industry, the lifestyle industry, and and all the ways that these different industries intersect um, and underrepresent Black people and people of color. And we're entering into this new paradigm here in the world as the world is becoming more conscious, as we are shifting from a 3D reality to a 5D reality. People are waking up to the fact that, hey, there aren't a lot of Black people and people of color in these positions. um, And that's a problem. That's a problem because what it does is not only is there a lack of representation where people who look like me can't see themselves in these positions. Representation is important because until you see someone who looks like you and that you can really relate to and identify with doing something, you don't believe that it's possible for you in the same way. If I am a white female coach, right? A mindset coach, a business coach, a wellness coach, whatever. I have plenty of examples and and other people who act as expanders for me to let me know that my vision and my dreams are possible for me. If I'm a black person who is a a mindset coach, a wellness coach, a business coach, etc., I have far less examples of successful black people or people of color that I can look up to, that can act as expanders for me, that can show me that my vision and my dreams are possible. And that's a problem. That's a problem because we have a lot of really gifted, powerful Black people and people of color not following up on their dreams, not taking action on their dreams simply because they don't believe it's possible. There's no one to mirror it back to them that it's possible. And there are also far less people who understand Black people and people of color's unique issues and how that shows up in day-to-day life, much less how that's going to impact the way that they build their businesses. And this is something that we have to talk about. I know for me, um, it's a lot harder for me to find a coach that looks like me. It's not that they don't exist, they're out there, but they're out there in much smaller numbers and they don't have the same level of visibility as white coaches and white entrepreneurs and white leaders. Now, there are so many reasons for why this is institutionalized racism, oppression, discrimination, 
white privilege, all of these things combine to create this perfect storm where white people continue to be centered, prioritized, ideal, idolized, put on a pedestal, financially backed way more than people of color are. And that's a problem, right? And it creates this very like fantasy delusional world where we all, all of us, white people and people of color, start to see white people as being special or better. And it's just like, it's just complete racist bullshit. So I'm so happy to see so many light workers, leaders, um, diverse leaders really stepping up and calling these things out. And I'm seeing white people call it out too, because, you know, white people are also getting sick of white bullshit, <laughs> right? Everybody's sick of white bullshit whiteness in and of itself has become its own entity it's its own construct like whiteness is bigger than white people right whiteness is this thing that our society um upholds protects values it's it's not even a real person anymore it's just an idea um and it's time for this idea this unconscious thing that is whiteness that is racism that is white supremacy it's time for it to be destroyed we're all going to be so much better for it. But we have to have these conversations around the inequities that exist in the personal development um, and coaching space. Something that really needs to be talked about and something that is super popular right now and has been for a while is the idea of manifestation manifesting your dream business, manifesting money, manifesting your love life and all of these things. And something that doesn't get talked about enough is how white privilege contributes to whether or not someone is able to manifest something or not. If I have white privilege, it's going to be easier for me to manifest certain opportunities. It's going to be easier for me to manifest money. Now, that doesn't mean, again, that white privilege makes your life easy. There are plenty of people who are white and disadvantaged. There are poor white people. There are uneducated white people. There are white people who experience police brutality. Like being white doesn't protect you from everything, but being white does add you with a certain layer of privilege and protection that people who are not white don't have. Just like I'm black, right? So obviously I don't have white privilege, but I have other forms of privilege. I'm, I'm highly educated, for example. Um, I have my health. I am uh, able-bodied as in I don't have any disabilities. I am physically attractive, right? All of these things add up to make me uh, a black person who has privileges in other ways that other black people or other people of color may not also have. And th this is why it's so complex. And this is why no matter who you are or where you are, we all have to own our privilege and we all have a responsibility to use our privilege for good. We all have a responsibility to use our privilege to help liberate other people who may not look like us, who may not come from the same background, but who are worthy and deserving of freedom as we all are. And so we have to talk about how different privileges affect different outcomes. And there are just a lot of coaches right now who are spreading harmful messages and they're not just spreading their harmful messages to to black people and people of color by saying, OK, 
just just vibrate high enough and just think positive thoughts and you can get whatever you want right they're not just spreading that harmful message to black people and people of color they're also saying it to their white clients and you know if we're not also including a conversation about trauma about privilege about you know social justice issues as we're also talking about manifestation then we're wrong for that we're wrong for that we cannot tell people to just um think positive thoughts and and be in a high vibration and whatever they want will come because that's not true it's it's a lot harder for someone to think positive thoughts and to vibrate high and and manifest things when they're at a disadvantage in their income, when they're at a disadvantage with their education, when, when they're at a disadvantage for in terms of the neighborhood they live in. It, it, all of these things matter and we have to be wise about that. And we have a responsibility and a duty to educate ourselves, no matter what color we are, no matter what race we are, um, to become culturally competent uh, leaders, period. We're in the year 2020. There is no excuse right now for any leader. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how big or little your platform is. There's no excuse for you to not have cultural competence. And there's no excuse for leaders to not go out of their way and get uncomfortable to educate themselves so that they can be culturally competent leaders. The world is only becoming more and more diverse. And what's also happening is we're having more and more people like me, people of color, black people who are stepping up, standing out, taking up space and becoming way more attractive to clients who are really tired of one dimensional whitewashed leadership. Like our souls, all of our souls, regardless of what race you are, our souls are so thirsty for diversity. Our souls are so thirsty for being able to be connected um, with people who are not like us. Because you know what happens when we're connected to diversity? We thrive. We thrive. Life is so much more pleasurable and beautiful when it's intricately diverse. Um, and anything other than that, not owning that, not making space for that is problematic. And people who are not making space for that in the coaching industry trust and believe because it's already happening, their platforms are going to massively suffer for it. As the world becomes more diverse, more brown, brown people and people of color are going to be looking for leaders who understand them and leaders who represent them, not only physically in the way that they look, but through their belief system. So there's that. But I just wanted to speak on that Um and again, just say like, we all have a duty and a responsibility to make sure everyone is liberated, everyone. And I'm not just talking race here. I'm also talking about the LGBTQIA um, plus community as well. I'm also talking about um, economic justice. I'm also talking about climate change. I'm also talking about environmental justice. Like there's so many different things. And, you know, not everyone's going to be equally passionate about everything. And that's that's great because we all have a voice and we all have a unique purpose. We're all designed to be passionate about different things. 
But the point is social justice now, there's no way to leave social justice out of the conversation. And I don't care what your business is. I don't care what you do for a living. I don't care what your race is. Social justice is something that affects all of us. Um, And as the world continues to become more conscious, as um, people's heart space and heart chakras continue to open up, because that's what happens when you become more conscious, there's there's no way that you're you're going to be considered um, a leader who has integrity if you don't also speak out on these issues, regardless of what your business or platform is is about. Uh, so I just wanted to say that um, and also say like as difficult as these times are in many ways because we're seeing systems crumble we're seeing people experience spiritual awakenings we're seeing um communities that are sick and tired of being overlooked sick sick and tired of being abused sick and tired of not being heard we're seeing these communities continue to rise up and stand together and say enough is enough we deserve more Um, So as chaotic as all of that is, it's also extremely exciting. And this is the energy of transformation and change and revolution. And we need it. We need it so desperately. So if you are a coach or a leader of some kind and you're white, I really encourage you to look at your business, like really look at your business. When you look at your business as just like if you were a stranger coming across your Instagram or your website or whatever, Would a person of color look at that and feel like they belong in your community? Would a person of color be able to look at your platform and feel like you understand them, that you see them, that you're there to support them? Would they get that impression? Probably not. And this is where we have our work to do because it's really not that hard to be more inclusive in our language. It's not that hard to be more inclusive in just the visuals that we post. And this is another example of the inequities that exist. Stock photos, for example. If I'm a business owner of color who's looking for stock photos and stock images, it's harder for me to find stock images and photos that represent diverse people, diverse backgrounds. So many of them just have like white people like in their <laughs> having a business meeting or white women doing yoga or white, white, white people relaxing in the park with their kids. There's not a lot of stock images that show black people doing the same things. Again, because whiteness is normalized and centered. So like even things like that, that I know a lot of white business owners don't even think about, even if they're well-meaning and well-intentioned, because again, Whiteness is a privilege that blinds so many of us to so many things, and we really have to be willing to step out of our bubble and step out of our comfort zone to see how we can be more inclusive. It's really important. Something that's really simple to do is just to focus on supporting Black businesses and focus on supporting businesses owned by other people of color. Um, And it's it's a thing that we have to be intentional about because so many of us black people and people of color included but especially white people default to supporting other white businesses other white coaches other white entrepreneurs um default to taking yoga classes from white people default to buying books written by white authors default to um 
featuring other white people on their platforms as like podcast guests or interview guests the default is always whiteness so whenever you're reaching to do something collaborate with something purchase a product da 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 go out of your way to find the same thing that is being produced by a black person or a person of color money changes things money makes a difference and if you say you're someone who wants to be open and accepting of all people then the way that you spend has to also reflect that um and you've heard it like we vote with our dollars and we also continue to support certain institutions that are outdated and harmful to certain groups within our society by continuing to be patrons of those institutions, by continuing to buy their products, by continuing to support the fact that they never have um, contributors of color involved ever. To, to, to point out that they never have black faces or pictures of black people on their websites and social media. Like, so the point is you have to go out of your way in order to make a difference. There's no such thing as remaining comfortable um, and avoiding risk while also participating in the upholding of fairness, equity, and justice. There's no way. It requires getting uncomfortable. It requires um, pausing and checking in with yourself and looking at your own behaviors. That's how change happens. There's so much more I could say on this topic in the coaching industry. And I will continue to speak out about the inequities in the coaching industry because not only do I have a responsibility to do it as a loving human being, but I want to see these changes happen too, not just for myself, but also for the collective of all of humanity. So that's all I got for you today, my beautiful people. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. What are your thoughts on the inequities and inequalities that exist in the personal development, wellness, coaching, lifestyle, etc. industries? What kind of changes would you like to see? What kind of experiences have you had either as a white person yourself who's noticing these disparities or perhaps a black person or person of color who's noticing these disparities reach out and let me know because i'd love to hear from you i love hearing from you you can send me an email you can reach out to me via the dms on social media and let's talk about it until next time my loves take care and remember who the fuck you are <laughs>